In just five more days, children and adults alike will grab packages from under the tree, rip off the wrapping paper, tear open the boxes, and get excited at the gifts they've uncovered. But if you care about your privacy, you can't just open up the box, pull out the contents, and start using your new devices. Unfortunately, there's a few questions you'll need to consider before you put that gift to use. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Helping you stay safe in a connected world. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Made Personal Podcast, the safest podcast on the internet. I'm Jim Herman. I have three security alerts for you today. Our first alert involves an issue in the Microsoft Teams app for Android. Following reports of a few users who were unable to call 911 in an emergency, Microsoft admitted that its work meeting app could be blocking emergency calls if a user had the app installed but was not signed in to Teams. Microsoft quickly released a patch for the issue, so update your Teams app if you haven't already. Furthermore, Google says that its January update to Android will have a fix that should prevent other apps from causing a similar problem in the future. Our second security alert affects anyone who is using the Cloud Clipboard feature in Windows. Mozilla recently patched Firefox in order to prevent passwords copied from a device from being exposed on other devices where the user may not be present. Using this flaw, someone with access to another Windows device using the same Microsoft account could access usernames and passwords copied from the other device. And while Mozilla has fixed the flaw in the Firefox password manager, it has already been demonstrated that Chromium-based browsers, which include Google Chrome, Microsoft Edge, and most others, remain vulnerable to the same issue. Password managers installed on Windows or as an extension in your browser could also be vulnerable. And our final security alert today involves the Google Chrome browser. Last Tuesday, Google released a patch for what it called a severe flaw in its browser. Google has not yet released any details about the issue, but it did say that it was already being exploited. So if you're a Chrome user, Check to make sure that you are on the latest version by going to the menu button, the three dots in the right corner, then to help, and finally, about Google Chrome. If you're using version 96.0.4664.110 or higher, your system is already protected. Otherwise, update your Google Chrome browser right away.
Do you want to be notified when we release a new episode or when there's an important alert that could affect your online safety? If so, visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email and sign up for our email list. It will be the safest email in your inbox each week. And don't worry, we won't sell your email address or share it with anyone other than our email service. Once again, that's cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email. And now, on to today's tip. Over last year's holiday period, Americans spent almost $790 billion on gifts. Even as the world dealt with the effects of the pandemic, that number still represented an increase of over 8% compared to 2019. And while it's certainly not the only factor, the explosion of new connected products has certainly contributed to the rise in holiday spending. The devices that kids ask for today are far more expensive and more connected than the ones that I was asking for as I was growing up. Devices that cost hundreds or even upwards of $1,000 are now common under the tree. But as everything from kitchen appliances to kids' toys have become connected, we must face the uncomfortable truth that not every gift we might receive is something that we should actually put to use. Unfortunately, with many of these devices, security takes a back seat to getting it released on schedule, and the opportunity for profit will also take precedence over user privacy. So if you open a connected gift this Saturday, or if you're trying to get your last-minute shopping done on Friday, and you want to evaluate the security and privacy of an item, here are five questions that you can ask. First, ask if your gift has any kind of connection to the Internet. New devices can connect through several different ways. One obvious way would be through a direct Wi-Fi connection with the device. In this case, you need to make sure that the device is protected and not left exposed to the Internet. A device that doesn't connect to anything obviously can't be compromised through the Internet. So while a coffee pot that doesn't connect to your Wi-Fi might not be quite as convenient as one that does connect, you don't have to worry about your morning cup of joe blasting your data out for others to see. Beyond that, in most cases, a device that you intentionally don't connect also can't hurt your security. Just because a device can connect to the Internet doesn't mean it has to connect to the Internet. Seriously, is there any compelling reason why you need your toilet connected to the Internet? And Wi-Fi isn't the only connection you have to be concerned about either. Some devices may not connect to the Internet through your Wi-Fi, but they may connect to your phone or other devices through Bluetooth. These devices could then access the Internet through your phone or the other connected device. 
So before you deploy that brand new device that you received for Christmas, check first for connections to the internet. Second, consider what kind of sensors your device has. The more sensors on the device, the more data that it could be collecting and sending back to the manufacturer. These sensors can snoop on you, record you, track everywhere you go, and send it all back to advertisers. Many devices have been taken off the shelves when researchers have found security flaws. Many of these sensors are critical for the operation of the device, so they can't just be turned off. However, if you don't absolutely need the connected features, and the device will still be useful for you without them, then consider not connecting the device at all. You'll also want to consider who will be using these devices as you're thinking about the sensors. You'll probably want more security and privacy on devices that your children are using than on the devices that you're using. If the device is a device for your kids, check everything out very carefully, especially if it's connected. Third, check for what information is collected and what is done with that information. Practically any device is going to collect some information, even if it's just information about problems you're having with that device. So ultimately, your goal shouldn't be to find out if your device is collecting information, as much as it should be to find out what information the device is collecting. And the more difficulty you have finding out that information, the more reason you have to be concerned. Unfortunately, manufacturers aren't going to advertise their invasions of your privacy as a feature. You don't walk down the aisles of a store and see boxes broadcasting, this device will steal all your data and sell it to the highest bidder. That means you're going to have to look through the privacy policy in order to find out what will happen to your information. I know that's probably not the way you wanted to spend the day after Christmas, but it's the only way to know for sure what data is being collected about you. As you're reading the policy, keep an eye out for what information is being collected, what information is optional, how it's used by the company and shared with others, and how long the company will keep your data. Always start with the assumption that anything you provide will be used against you unless you can find an exception for it in the policy. Fourth, ask yourself where the data that is collected is going to be stored. In some cases, it's not necessary for data that's collected to be sent to the company and stored on their servers. Yet because data collection is such a profitable business, most companies want to collect and store as much data as they can. If the data is being stored just on your device, it's a much better option for you. Along the same line, if the company does store your data in the cloud, look for a way to request a copy of the data or to delete that data. If you can't find a way to easily contact the company 
to get a copy of your data or to have it wiped, it's a good sign there's a reason why they don't want you getting in touch. And fifth, ask whether or not this device can be updated. As you've heard me say many times on this show, updates are very important. And the software on your devices is going to need updates from time to time. Unfortunately, the manufacturers of many devices don't even do software updates for the products they put out. If a security issue is discovered with your device, you're going to want the company that made it to fix the issue to protect your security. So check the manufacturer's history with providing security updates for its devices. While updates to devices typically aren't needed as often as updates to more complicated software like Windows or Office, your devices will need software updates occasionally. No device is going to be perfect. If you find a device that's never had any updates released for it, it's either just been released or the company that made it doesn't care about updating its products for security. So if you want to keep your data safe and private in 2022, you'll need to consider the five questions we discussed as you put your devices to use. First, does this device connect to anything? Second, what sensors does this device have? Third, what information does the device collect and how is it used? Fourth, where is the data going to be stored? And fifth, how can this device be updated? So feel free to get excited as you open your gifts and see they're exactly what you wanted. And put those gifts to good use once you've made sure that they're safe. And as we draw to a close today, it's time for our cybersecurity pop quiz. Each episode, we ask you a question about online security or privacy, and it's your job to figure out the right answer. Today's question is a true or false question. Our next episode will discuss how to stay safe as you're working from home. So the question is, a work-from-home selfie at my desk is just a fun post for social media, and there's no security risk if I post it. True or false? Come back again next time to find out the answer, or visit CybersecurityMadePersonal.com slash quiz to submit your guess and get the chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card when we conclude Season 4 next August. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Thanks again for joining us for the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast. Check out the show notes page linked in the description for more information about today's tip, and a transcription of today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could visit our welcome page at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com welcome. 
There, you can find more information about the show and links to some of our most popular episodes. CybersecurityMadePersonal.com is provided for educational purposes only. Don't take any action on your computer, phone, or other device unless you understand what you're doing and the possible consequences. Visit CybersecurityMadePersonal.com slash disclaimer for more information. Cybersecurity Made Personal is a production of Personal Tech Media. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay safe.